Welcome to the Harbinson Mulholland Not Accounted For podcast, where we chat with the leaders of homegrown businesses across Northern Ireland about the effects of the global pandemic on their firms. My name is Darren McDowell, and I'm the senior partner of Harbinson Mulholland. And today, I'm pleased to welcome Tim Munro, who is the marketing director with Smiley Munro, a homegrown NI business who have grown to become the leading global producer of conveyor belts. From being founded in a garden shed in 1979, the company now exports to 59 countries from their headquarters in Lisburn. So welcome, Tim. Thanks, thanks for your time. Uh, a, a few questions to reflect on the last 14 months from, from your perspective. Yeah. And the first one kicks off. Describe how the last 12 months has been for your business in five words. And you're not restricted to necessarily five, Tim, but... Yeah. I know anyone who knows me, Darren, and, and by the way, thanks for the, for the invite. Um, uh, really good to catch up again um, since we're not sitting in a nice venue at the Family Business Forum, um, which seems like an age ago. But yeah, five words. Um, I, guess, uh, I guess most people would maybe agree with this, but for us, um, it would be challenging, uh, pressurized, um, I would have to say unpredictable and and volatile, um, and I think, but I, I would probably the caveat would be number five. Then would be that, but despite all that, um, successful. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. That, yeah. That's a good summary. That's a good summary of what I think a lot of people have experienced. Tim, as as you headed into this global shutdown, then I'm sure there's a lot of stress for you as a team as you as you faced each of those words yes can you, can you reflect back to the start of that process yeah um yeah it's still it's still um quite quite fresh you know even though it's so it was just over it is 14 months ago um the you know the first the first uh just to start at the beginning you know the the first um we heard of it i guess was a challenge in that um myself and my brother Chris, who heads up sales and, and is act, our acting MD now, uh, my father Vaughn is um, uh, our co-founder's chairman, um, and we were there with our sales and marketing and technical team, and we're in Las Vegas, and it was March, uh, it was a nice sunny weekend, we were setting up for North America's biggest construction show, the Con Expo, and we were looking forward to, to meeting up with customers. And really, we'd just heard on the news about, um, you know, the word from China and that things were developing there, but didn't really, you know, weren't anticipating much. And then suddenly within, I would say, a couple of days, um, the show finished a day early. We were booking flights, trying to get flights home quickly, thinking about our families, etc. And um, starting to, you know, that's the start of the elbow bump, really, with customers and, and the, the hand wash. So, yeah, you know, that completely changed um, the president. I remember walking through Philadelphia Airport and the president announced, the then President Trump announced, you know, the um, emergency measures or, or whatever it was um, back then. Um, we got home safe. Um, and I think um, the... You know, it was stressful, as you said, Darren, um, we, we were in just uncharted territory. So pretty much instantly got back and, and for a couple of weeks, just our senior team, um, uh, senior leadership team, um, we just um, met every day on um, 
on on Teams, which was new to us as well. So we started video calls and um, just really just tried to keep keep abreast of what was happening and um, keep our keep communicating with our team and to let them know what was happening and just to keep you know make our first priority was make a plan to keep everyone safe and take government advice etc and um and then let customers know and and um and, and make a plan for um you know what was coming really and um, but obviously the priority was to um really adjust our workplace to you know keep it safe and and um and stay open yeah yeah you know and yeah, that was that was really and the team stepped up you know the, the the team it's a it's a you know it's a great team to be part of and um but everyone did their bit um and you know here we are 14 months later with a different set of challenges but thankfully everyone's um you know have come through it um you know well um on the yeah. whole very good and, and and on that note then tim what is your been your biggest business challenge do you think in this period um, I would say, well, the biggest challenge, um, the biggest challenge, I suppose, uh, in our history was, was the, the sort of 2008 global downturn, um, which Trump, you know, um, which was, which still is, that stands as the biggest challenge, um, along with, with, with COVID and now Brexit, but, um, biggest challenge, um, you know, it would be, uh, I think communication, I think one of our values, uh, high five values, which kind of aligns with, you know, your question about, you know, uh, the five words, you know, and how did you, what, you know, how did you, how did we tackle those five words? You know, when you look at challenging and, um, and, and pressurized, um, I think when we look at one of our values as being close to our customers, you know, suddenly, you know, traditionally we would have jumped on planes or driven up to uh, Dungannon or Germany um, or gone to trade shows and trade shows have all, all dried up and we couldn't travel, um, you know, even locally until, until very recently. Um, so I think um, staying close to our customers um, has, been, has been the biggest challenge, um, but luckily, I suppose they're in the same boat. They've had to start to um, get a lot more familiar with things like Zoom and Teams and, and video calls uh, and and find new ways of um, of doing business, really. Um, with big, I suppose, a bigger focus on the online and digital world that maybe got a little bit neglected in in what is a, a traditional-ish, you know, um, sector. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, to flip that around then, what, what has been your, your best business opportunity emerging out of the last 14 months? Yeah, best, the best business opportunity emerging. Um, I would say um, someone, you know, some, someone said, uh, and I can't remember who it was, but someone said, you know, never waste a good crisis. And, you know, at, at first it sort of take, can take you back be a, sound a little bit um, offensive, but when when you th when we think about it and we reflect back to previous crises, um, you learn so much. Um, you know when things are good in business, you you know it covers over the cracks, um, whether those are operational or strategic or whatever. Um, so I think the 
um, it would it would be the, the biggest opportunity. You know, we just I guess, but the timing around opening Smiley Monroe Inc. in Kentucky um, to finally get a you know get a um, you know on the ground presence in in what's one of our biggest you know markets potential markets in North America and that just we delayed opening it because of COVID and now it's been open just a year so I think that's been a big opportunity um, and in that market and I think also the opportunity I think the opportunity to accelerate um, what we were doing you know digitally um, things we've been delaying like working from home a bit more flexibility around the workplace um, and you know, and around, you know, help people's well-being. Um, so there's been a lot, a lot of opportunities, I think, and learnings there. And it, it proved to us that actually we were able to work from home with our, our teams and, you know, even improve productivity, and which is what a lot of our people are telling us, you know, no commutes, um, less wasted time, more time with family. So I think that work-life blend, you know, I think we learned a lot about that. And that is, you know, your people are your your greatest asset. So I think, you know, for, for people and for all of us, you know, it's, you know, obviously there's been challenges around working from home, et cetera. But uh, I think that's been a, a big learning and a big opportunity. Um, so it's a, a mixture of, of um a mixture of things in that answer, Darren, really. Yeah, no, I mean, that op- opening up a US operation is is, is massive, Tim. That, that's a really mm. amazing thing, particularly achieved during a period like this that, you know, for, for an NI headquartered company, that, that's fantastic yeah, yeah. that you can reflect on that in the last year mm. or so. You know? it's a, it is a real, hi- it is actually, Darren, a real, a real highlight. Um, I wouldn't take it for granted, uh, you know, but um, there was a lot of, it was probably one of our best planned uh, projects, as it were. Um, you know, we, I think we learned a lot from opening up in India in 2012. And oh my goodness, it's, you know, now nearly uh, next year's going to be, you know, our 10 years in India. And um, and things are going well, although that obviously there's a lot of challenges there now, the situation around, around COVID. Um, but, you know, America, um, you know, again, with really, really good help, outside help, um, brought in um, and a really good consultant helped us steer that project and apart from you know a few delays you know um, we were lucky enough that that one of our guys um, decided to relocate and start you know move his family there and uh, start a new life in the states and is just absolutely doing an incredible job so so I think when you open up somewhere else we learned from India that if you don't have you know your own people there you know now it's it's entirely indian led but you know it makes it more difficult because um you know maybe it's it's not the first person that is the right person to lead it and then maybe you know a few years go by and you find the right the right fit um so yeah it's um it's that's what's kept us i think kept a smile on our faces too because we're not just focusing on Europe. We're not just focusing on Northern Ireland, and we, we have the, that that perspective. And um, you know, all the markets, as you know, like in a way, you know, all the markets behave or hit differently um, with at different times. Yeah. Um, and um, America has, you know, most states seem to have um, 
reopened um, fairly quickly, you know, to varying degrees, you know, but um, but things it, we can't keep up. With. It's very hard. I say we can't, but um, we have the happy problem of of um, having really high demand there. And as you know, opening a business and you're trying to scale it, you know, recruiting people is takes time, and um, and uh, it's probably that's probably the biggest challenge really, um, you know, uh, operationally, you know, because, uh, you know, um, uh, Morgan Walker out there, who's the plant manager, you know, you know, he's taken everything from Lisburn and we have the same production lines and the same systems and quality. And, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's keeping us busy. Very good. And I, I think that point you having somebody that knows your systems and, and is, is part of your team, very close team, it, it speaks to me of the family business kind of values. And I appreciate they may not necessarily be family, but having yeah. somebody that's very much on your team out there, then starting that operation must be very powerful for continuing the ethos for the, the business as a whole. Uh-huh. Yeah, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, and also the other great thing is that that he um, he came up through the business, you know, started um, off in in uh, our then service division, and um, and and worked his way up, and and you know, so he has you know a lot of skills and a lot of I suppose a lot of customer and company knowledge. But I think what you said there, Dan, you know, uh, make me think of culture, you know, and you know. I think to be successful, we know that Smiley Monroe culture um, that 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 we finally kind of got a handle on what that is um, a few years ago, um, when I was talking about values earlier uh, and things like purpose that we're now you know looking at the things that you know that making sure that everyone knows you know what what what's the vision and you know where we're trying to get to and give them a chance to actually get there. And know, and know when they've arrived or when we've arrived but yeah I think that culture is massive and then you know it, it's I suppose with our help um, it's it's Morgan's job to you know um, spread that culture and um, you know especially when you know we're a tiny company out there um, even though we're known in certain circles but you know if you look at the state of Kentucky, you know, we're just a, a new employer on the scene. You know, obviously people people don't know an awful lot about us. So, you know, that's a challenge for recruitment, etc. But, you know, we've had a good help out there with, I suppose, the, the equivalence of Invest and I, etc. You know, and some of the local bodies um, have, have um, you know, been, been helping us, you know. One big family. So, that, you know, as you yeah. say, one, one big family is one of the values. So, you know, that... Um, that, that's how we kind of look at the world and um, whether it's supplier good. or customers, you know, so. Very good. And uh, what, what has been your biggest frustration of the last 12 months, do you think? Um, biggest frustrations, I think, um, I think the, I suppose the, the goalposts um, moving constantly and, and the unknown um and i think and often with not very much notice and, and i think i guess um everyone has been in the same boat you know anyone you're talking to Darren, but um i would say that, that sort of volatility you know um i suppose i mentioned that earlier and uh, when you asked me about um you know five the, the last year in five words 
but yeah, volatility. And to be honest, um, it hasn't gone away. Um, and, you know, we, we see it, you know, certainly we, we're not seeing it ending this year, you know, and we're taking a view that um, the, the current volatility, which for us um, in the supply chain is, is and part of a global supply chain, you know, the, the volatility is in, in our biggest challenge is logistics, um, you know, um, soaring shipping prices, um, due to a global lack of shipping containers being tied up with PPE and, and all those things, um, and, and getting materials here. So for us, um, that's, that's, that's an ongoing challenge and it's, you know, it's having an impact and, and we're managing it as best we can and, and being as, being as open and honest with customers as we can so that, that, um, you know, they can make plans, um, to keep the show on the road, but, um, and again, they're seeing it, our customers, whether they're bringing in steel or whatever materials they're bringing in, you know, it's, it's, it's not unique to us, but it's, um, it's something that I think the manufacturing sector, you know, we re really need in our special case, you know, with the Northern Ireland protocol and, and that sort of unfamiliar territory, especially for European customers um, trying to deal with us or suppliers rather, um, you know, it's, um, they're playing catch up and, and and some of them i suppose even um like some even gb companies of suppliers have just decided well you know what it's a bit of hassle well maybe that's not a big market for us you know we'll, we'll give it a well we'll see how things work out and let the dust settle so i think everyone's you know doing what they can to protect their own business whether it's our customers or us and um, so it's yeah challenging yeah on top of a global pandemic dealing with the, the, the work workout of the Northern Ireland Protocol in your in your sector is obviously is obviously something that is an additional level of volatility that yes. you did not need to be coping with them. So yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, as you say, I, I would imagine that is gonna continue. Both those things are gonna continue in some shape or form in the, the coming months. So yeah, it's it's not not a challenging task, uh, I think. So what good do you think, Tim, will come out of all of this, if anything at all, for your business? Um, I think um, it's a good question. Um, reflecting on, on, you know, as I say, because it is so challenging, I think, I think the good that will come out of it is um, that we, we have learned that we can... Uh, um, you know, survive in, in a crisis like this. You know, we can, um, we've accelerated um, sort of move to, as I said earlier, doing more business um, online um, and, you know, conducting meetings and um, as a team and with customers um, and, you know, improving, improving the way we do that, which was a, a bit of a, I suppose, a bit more of a, um, you know, if doing a video call was maybe a bit of a, um, a novelty before. Um, so, you know, people, you know, a lot of our customers would rather still lift the phone, to be honest, whether you've got a great website or not, whatever it is, which someone said to me recently, actually, that, that's not a problem when it comes to, to websites and things. That's um, if your customers are happy to lift the phone to your people, you know, then, you know, um, that's a great thing. Um, but I think I think the, the good that will come out of it is is really, I suppose, also a bit like 
lessons learned from the last, from the global downturn in 08 is you know, that that we learn new things about ourselves and our teams and our business and our customers um, that strengthens us for the future for whatever the next crisis is that comes along. Um, but um, I think um, I think that won't change. I think that march towards um, you know the digital piece um, and being able to have a real blend of how we communicate. Um, you know, and we're you know our customers are in all different time zones so you know we need to be able to do that anyway whether it's north america or um europe uh, or australia so um yeah i think i think i think that i think that really would be sure would be, yeah yeah i mean there'll be other things hopefully there'll be other things that um that I can't even think about just now, you know, that, that will come along um, and will emerge and we'll say, yep, yeah. but that it'll just take, I think that'll just take time and you know, a bit of hindsight. I think on that, even as you're talking here, Tim, we, we have just done some work with DCU surveying family businesses across the island of Ireland is how they've coped with surviving this crisis and the, and, and the learning points that can be taken forward. And what, one of the main eight themes that came out was taking a step back which is a lot of what you're saying here. This is given an opportunity for you to reflect as a business and where the future is and how you're going to tackle it. And, you know, that, that was one of the themes that emerged. That's really interesting, Darren, actually. Um, that is really interesting because I would totally agree with that. You know, when, with those few weeks, I think we closed, I think we closed for about, we closed for about two and a half weeks uh, last in April, 2020. Um, and, and I think um, there, and we we're trying to work out, you know, what 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 we were going to do, and what was, you know, how how big the impact would be, and um, I think strategically we started to focus more, uh, and you know, every year we'll have a usually towards the end of the year we'll we'll have a away days with our senior team, and then our management team and there's a good bunch of people come together off site to, to you know to, to really look ahead and and, and I suppose look back um, and the things that have gone well and obviously we haven't been able to do that this year we've been doing it online um, with another one sort of next next week and you know so we yeah definitely we took a strategic look um, and we we also um, started to look at things like you know, innovating our business model. And I think that's been thrown up. One of the good things, you know, um, that's, that's come out of it and just challenging your business model really and uh, more because when you do lose some sales and, and there, there, there is potential ahead for further disruption, um, getting that business model right, particularly when you're looking at North America, et cetera, for us as a business is crucial. You have to look at the next five years and think, you know what, that's... Um, you know, we, we want exponential growth, not just okay growth. Um, and uh, so I think auditing, I mean, I read a bit of advice online from a, from a well-known um, global marketer and um, Mark Ritson. And, you know, one of his piece of, pieces of advice was, you know, spring cleaning um, and, you know, looking at your product portfolio and, and a lot of us, you know, we sell things because we've always sold them. And, you know, some of them are, some of them, um, perhaps it's time to put them into retirement, really. And, um, you know, free up 
the, the, the money and the, the investments in, in some of your star products. And so we did that, you know, uh, as a sales marketing team, we, um, we, we, um, we had a good look and, um, and, you know, we've had some good successes um, in, 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 you know, growing some of our star products and, 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 and selling off a little bit of the business that um, there was no longer really part of our future. Um, so that, that spring cleaning, um, that was um, a good bit of advice. Okay. And just, just to round things off then, Tim, a million dollar question at the end, what piece of advice would you give to other business owners as we start to come out of the latest phase of this pandemic? Um, well, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all, I suppose it's difficult. Um, everyone's in, uh, in such different sectors and different markets, but I would say, um, for, for us and for me, I guess, um, and also speaking as a, as a marketer, uh, my dad, um, Vaughn, one of the first things I remember him saying when I joined the business um was don't make the story better than the store and like a lot of thing a lot like a lot of quotes um dad's fired at us over the years um th th there's probably from a business book you know um while he was doing a business course and um so i don't know who to attribute that to but i think what that means for me is um don't pretend going forward now don't pretend you're something you're not um and it's better to I, I guess it's better to um you know under promise and over deliver you know i think i think that's what i take from 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 that and I, but i think it's a, it's a great one you know don't make the story better than the store and and it's guided me um on the marketing side of the business about you know um just um i suppose not using jargon and keeping things simple and and um and really just uh, you know, being um, fo focusing on what we can do, what's in it for our customers, rather than making Smiley Monroe and our products the the star of the story. It's it's you know, make your customers the star of the story, and um, and because that's I suppose that's the common theme, customer the customer. Um, uh, so that that would probably. That would probably be apart from apart from that. On a lighter note, um, you know, we've all had advice over the years, and I remember my late grandfather always um, always used to say, and he was a lifelong Harland Wolf shipyard man. But pretty much every time he saw me, he would say, uh, "Get your haircut, son." And uh, and you can probably tell today that that I haven't taken his advice, but I do have the excuse of lockdown and, and the hairdressers being closed. But thankfully, they're they're reopening too. So. Um, yeah, I would say also, yeah, get your hair cut. Very good. That's good advice, Tim. Well, I, I, I think your words there about this, you know, the, the store almost being better than the story, I think speaks to me of the honesty and integrity that, that's so much a part of a family business. And there's obviously still very much part of the values that's driving your business. So that, that, that's very, very good advice about putting the customer first and making sure that, that, that that's all in place. So Thank you so much, Tim. We really appreciate your time uh, reflecting over the last stormy period.
period and, and taking the positives out of it. And we really wish you all, all the best for the future. I think it's incredible to think of you talking about your operations in Kentucky and India and a, a global business headquartered effectively in, in Lisburn is, is a fantastic testament to the power of family business and, and homegrown businesses here. So we wish you all the very best for the future and thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Darren. Really enjoyed it.